Hello, I'm Gemma Frith and you're listening to Wolves Weekly, a roundup of all of the week's action exclusive to Wolves Radio. Now today it's going to be a little bit different. I'm usually joined by club commentator Mikey Burrows, but unfortunately he can't be with us today. So I have the pleasure of welcoming Nathan Judah to Wolves Radio for the very first time. Thank you so much for joining us, Nathan. How are you? I'm, I'm amazing. I mean, you've downgraded in a big way to, to lose my team, get me. But uh, pleased to get the call this morning and uh, looking forward to having a bit of a chit-chat. It was a, it was a late night Wednesday, so I've kind of recovered um, from a sleep point of view. Mm-hmm. Friday, I'm okay now, ready to go. Focused, focused on the weekend. Yes, yeah, it was a late one and, and a disappointing one as well. I mean, after it was heartbreaking to lose out in, in the way we did on Wednesday after such a well-fought second half. Um, what did you think of the team's performance? Uh, yeah, frustrating, really. I think when, when everyone saw Spurs come out of the hat, you're like, of course it is. Of course mm, it is going to yeah. be coming back. Um, <laughs> and maybe a bit of revenge. And actually, I actually mm-hmm. felt that, that Wolves had a, had a decent chance. I fancied them on Wednesday night. Look, it was, it was a poor first 35 minutes, let's be honest. They, they weren't at the races, and I think it didn't help. Uh, and I've got to feel sorry for Jason Muscara, you know, making his yes. home debut and, and, and going down so early. So that does change things. And I, and I think after he went down, and it was probably five or six minutes, it was a long time. And I think it took a while for Wolves to recover. And, and, and unfortunately, um, in that period, Spurs scored a couple of goals. Mm-hmm. And when you, you go two goals down to Spurs, whether they're playing well or, or, the, or the lacking confidence, as they were coming to Molyneux, you're facing an uphill battle, unfortunately. And I thought that they stuck to their task pretty well. I thought mm-hmm. the goal, re- they really needed that goal before half-time. It gave yes. them that impetus. It got the crowd back into it. And that second half was excellent. They, they really were. And when, when Pedence scores that goal and Molyneux erupt, and that is such a great feeling. I said it on our podcast, yeah. I think, <laughs> earlier on. Like, like a, night, a night game with pretty much a full house and you've got someone like Pedence scoring against a big club. It, it kind of reminded me... Um, a couple of years to that Man United result when all the fans were there in, in, in the, in the yes. FA Cup and just when it erupts it, it, you need that and I thought there was only going to be one winner when they draw 2-2 and, and you know it wasn't meant to be the penalties mm-hmm. were disappointing but you can definitely take positives from it mm-hmm. uh, but I understand the frustration from some of the fans because at the end of the day they, they want results they want Wolves to be winning games and hopefully that's just around the corner uh, but there were some very encouraging displays in there, Gemma, absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and a big improvement as well from um, from our home game um, against Brentford. So it was amazing for them to be able to put on a good performance in front of the fans. And under the lights, like you said, it really was absolutely um, spectacular. As you mentioned there, Yerson Mascara, I mean, really, like, our hearts all broke for him having to sort of go off so early in the game he is such a lovely character um, when we see him around the training ground here he doesn't speak as much English at the moment he's mm. still learning um, but he is the happiest guy he, he does his best to speak to everybody and it, I know how much he wanted to play and so it, we really were all heartbroken for him no news on his uh, injury at the moment but hopefully it will be a speedy recovery and we can see him out on the pitch again soon yeah, I mean, look, he looks... I know we've seen limited appearances from him, but when mm. he came on in pre-season, I mean, just the physicality and just the, oh, you yeah. know, the, the height, the strength, it's exactly what Wolves have lacked, I think, in recent years. And yes, he's young, and yes, he's raw, and of course he's going to make mistakes, as you are going to be when you're a young lad coming mm-hmm. through. But it's a great environment to, for him to be in. You know, these are fantastic plays he's playing alongside, and he will have been really amped up for this game. You know, a great opportunity to show the home fans what he can do against a big side. And, 
I mean, he was close to tears, blessing the lad, you mm, know, he really was. And, uh, it, yeah. Really tough. And like you say, you, when, when you're one of the good guys and you see them around day in, day out in the training ground, you're really pulling for them. So that's tough. Let, let's hope he makes a speedy recovery because I yeah. think, um, and I think I've seen enough of him, I know it was only pre-season, but I, there's, there's a player there. There really yeah. is a player there. And uh, hopefully he's going to be leading the back line for many years to come. And you look at Muscari, you look at the likes of Max Kilman. You know, these are young lads who, are, mm-hmm. who, who I think are, are very, very talented. And Wolves, if you can get them on you know, long, long-term contracts, I know Max Kilman signed a, a deal recently. Mm-hmm. These are going to be the focus and the focal point for Wolves going forward for the next four, five, six years and, and hopefully longer. Yeah, I mean, Max Kilman has been a standout player across our, our opening games, really. He really has um, been fantastic, um, particularly, I think, so much he's grown since, since last season, and he's, he's only hopefully going to get better. Um, and another standout player, of course, on Wednesday was Leander Dendonka. It was a great performance from him. Putting that goal back before half-time was exactly what we needed, and then setting up um, Pedence for the equaliser as well. Um, was he up there as your sort of man of the match from a Wolves perspective, or was there anybody else up there for you as well? I think I think Dendonka stood out to me. Um, he's he's a, I like I like Leonard Dendonka, and I know sometimes uh, the fans are split on him. And, and I think mm. for his point of view, from Leander, I think he would have been disappointed in what happened last season with yeah. him. We all want Leander Dendonka. The best Leander Dendonka is he's a box to box midfielder. Mm-hmm. He's excellent, you know, in central midfield. He has that physicality, but he can score at the other end. He's got an eye for goal, and that's mm-hmm. exactly what they needed in a very important you know point of the game. On Wednesday night, but he'll want to score more. He'll want to score more himself, and um, and I think the way that Large is playing and is expressing his and, and his, his team, if they do go to a, a four, if they if they stay with a three, it allows him to to maybe have that um, that freedom to go for where maybe he might have been restricted in in, in previous seasons. So yeah. I think that it could be a big season for him. Well, he's massive to Belgium. He does fantastic for Belgium, and you look yeah. at uh, the likes of let's say, Thomas Sauchek at West Ham United and how well he did last season. He scored nearly double figures, I think. There's no reason why Leander Dendonka can't do similar things at Wolves. Um, I know that, that Wolves were interested in, in midfield players and didn't come off in, in, in the summer, but at the same time, if you're, if you're playing two of uh, uh, Moutinho, who, who again is... Uh, I mean, crazy how well he, he plays every minute of every you know every game. It's incredible, yeah. even coming on the other night. But he just he just goes on and on. But you know, if you've got two or three, and Neves, and Donka, Moutinho, and you keep them fit, a, a fit and 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 excellently under Donka is an asset. And I would have him in the side every week if he can put those performances in. He was he was definitely up there with man of the match, Gemma. Mm-hmm. I would say, I would say Huang as well. Um, again, another person who's coming with a smile on his face. Yeah. You know. He's a big boy. He reminds me of, of kind of like an old school striker, but he's got pace as well. And and I'm not sure exactly what's going to be his best position, but obviously he can play down the flanks. He can cut inside. He can play off a striker. Uh, and, you know, you look at someone who we talk about confidence and, and goal scoring and maybe, you know, someone like a Raul Jimenez is, is, is lacking that at the moment. He just wants that goal to go in. And I think once that first goal goes in, it'll take off. Juan, I think with Leipzig, he struggled last year. He didn't get on the score sheet. And as a striker, as a forward, you want to do it. Bang. Mm. He makes his debut. He scores at Watford. Yep. You know, all of a sudden, you can see that. Off you can mark. see that confidence. Yeah, yeah. He's off the mark. And, and you can see that on Wednesday night. And, he, and he's running at players. And, and defenders hate that. He hates people running directly at you. They want to... 
if you're a defender, you want you want the winger to go on the outside of you. You don't want them running at you, and he runs at you. And I think when when someone like that does, you know, is, is running at you, and when Triori cuts inside as well, that that's a defender's nightmare. Mm-hmm. And uh, look, I'm really impressed with him. I didn't know what to expect too much. I must admit, when when he first came here, but from what I've seen, he looks like he's going to be an instant fan's favourite. He looks like uh, he's fit, he's strong, and uh, look. He, he could be he could be up front with Raul Jimenez sooner rather than later. I think he yeah. could play a variety of different positions. And, um, yeah, that, that looks like to be a very astute signing by Wolves. Yes, definitely. I mean, I think it now sort of begs the question of, you know, in the league, Bruno Large hasn't really made any changes to the team at all since, since our opening matches um, against Leicester. So are we going to start to see some more changes now to the starting eleven? I mean, our presents have scored in both of our cup games. Leandro Dendonka has now scored and put in a brilliant performance in midfield. Huang has scored, but no, neither of those three have had starts in the league yet. Do we think that we'll see those guys making appearance perhaps at Southampton? Um if it was up to me, <laughs> I, I, I w- they would. They would. I would definitely make changes if I'm in large shoes. I think that. I think first of all, formation. Is he going to change that formation? Is he going to go to a four-four-two? I think if he was going to do that, we might have seen it on Wednesday night. Mm-hmm. We didn't. Yeah. We saw that back three. So I think that we'll we'll go for the same formation. And the fact that he left, you know, the inverted commas big boys on the bench, mm-hmm. the likes of Francisco Trincao, who, for me. For me, out that front three, I think that his place is in jeopardy the most. I think Raul Jimenez will start absolutely 100% against mm-hmm. against Southampton. I think Adama Traore starts. Yep. But then you've got, you've got with, with Traore having the flexibility to play on the left or play on the right, that opens you out to a, a Daniel Pedenz or, or Hoang to come in. Mm-hmm. Now, I think he'll probably go with the same team that played against Brentford. Yep. And he will say, look, those first five games, we played pretty well in four of them. Okay, we lost the first three, but we were the better side in those first three games. We were poor against Brentford. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to give you the chance to redeem yourselves. And if you're not, you saw what he did after 45 minutes at halftime. You know, he pulled Fabio off. He got Triore on. This isn't waiting until 60, 70 minutes to give these guys a go. If you're not showing it on the pitch, then you will be off pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think he will go with the same side and, and, and ask them to right some wrongs. But... If it was me, I would I would be looking to start Huang or Podence. Maybe Huang, I think. Um, I think that I think there could be a little combination there. I think if you've got if you've got someone as direct who wants to score goals um, and have a relationship and with with Raúl Jiménez, I think that would be that would be something that could be quite exciting, really. So I would go with Huang and maybe keep Podence on the bench. But uh, I think that he will go with with the same team that, that played against Brentford. And look, if they play if they play like they can do, then they should go to Southampton and win. It's a very important game, Gemma, actually, yes. I think. Um, you know, I mean, I'm looking at the table at this moment in time. Um, you know, no one wants to see Wolves in the bottom of five of the league. But mm. you look at Southampton and Newcastle coming in next. Uh, in Newcastle uh, in the bottom three, they're 18th. Wolves 16th, Southampton 15th. Mm-hmm. These are the kind of sides you need to beat because you don't want to be anywhere near that bottom four or five yeah. or six come Christmas time, you know, and then you, know, you might pick up an injury or two. And, and it's, it's a hard slog. The Premier League is difficult. It's a difficult mm-hmm. league. And apart from Norwich, who aren't showing a lot, the other teams, you know, the teams around Wolves, they're not the only side who, who are struggling. You know, Burnley, who, who always finished mid-table. Leeds United, who finished seventh or eighth last, last season. They're, they're, you know, the same sim- similar situation to Wolves. So it just is a case of getting that confidence back, getting a win. If they can beat Southampton and beat Newcastle in you know, a minimum four points, then they will 
go up that table pretty quickly and, and I think that you know they'll be absolutely fine. But they'll need that and, and only scoring two goals this season, one of which has been an own goal. I mean, it just shows that Wolves, Wolves I think they had more shots than Spurs on Wednesday night. They had more shots than Brentford yep. on Saturday. But if they're not on target, it doesn't take a genius to work out you're not going to score goals. So I think that they've got to, you know, try and try and obviously keep on shooting. But accuracy has got to improve definitely. And uh, yeah, they need to get that win pretty quickly. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, we are going to be facing Southampton at, at a bit of a difficult time where they've been able to uh, pick up draws against some tough some tough opponents. Well, they've been they got a draw last time out against Manchester City. They've uh, got one point against West Ham and, and Man United as well. So they've faced some tough teams already and been able to take some points from those fixtures. So we're going to be facing them at a point where they've got a lot of confidence. Um, but I think that we will be up for the challenge, particularly as in previous years, we've had some good results there on our, our trips to St Mary's, uh, particularly last year. Uh, both, of them, I mean, both of them were comeback wins, 2020 and 2021. But last year with Pedro Neto securing us the win with that wonderful strike oh, that he did. It was, was absolutely fantastic. Way. Yeah, Contender for goal of the season. That was yeah. absolutely 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 brilliant I mean what was your memories of being there last year yeah just amazing I mean the Neto goal like you say was, was just fantastic <laughs> and I mean they love conceding by the way they love conceding going mm-hmm. down first I think I can remember I think yeah it was it was, it was the Southampton cup tie wasn't it in midweek before that yes. and then, and yeah, then, yeah, gone, yeah, and then they played them back. of course at, at, at St Mary's and uh, we all know how the, how the cup tie finished and mm. uh, that kind of irks me slightly still mm. to this day but but look, at that time, they were struggling a little bit. I think they'd just beaten Arsenal and they wanted to, to carry on that run in the league and get away from any kind of danger. And, and two, two fantastic results in two years there. And, and hopefully they can make it three. They're going to have to play well, though, Gemma. They're going to have to play. They're going to play mm-hmm. a damn side better than they did against Brentford. They're going to have to, you know, really... Because I know they've lost Danny Ings, but Southampton have still got some useful players. Che Adams is, is decent. Yeah. Uh, they brought in Brojo, who I think is probably going to be on the bench on on Sunday, but but he's useful, Adam Armstrong, James Will prowse we all know what mm-hmm. he's like set-piece-wise. Mm-hmm. So if they're not at the races, Wolves, and if they start like they have done against Spurs and against Bradford, they're going to be in trouble and they're going to concede. And, and that, for me, was the most frustrating thing on Wednesday night, is that they started poorly like they started poorly against Brentford. And, mm-hmm. and they need to maybe just keep that high pressing, that high line that, that served them so well in those, those first few games, albeit they didn't get the results they deserved. But, you know, get back to that kind of confidence, get back to the way that, that Large wants them to play. And I think they'll be fine. And, and if they can quieten down that home crowd early on, if, let's say, pray, pray to God, Raul gets that that first goal, then I think, and you've got that away support, which is amazing, by the way, on the road. And if you get them on your backs, if you get them ready to go and bouncing up and down and you're quieting St. Mary's early on, then I think they'll be fine. But they need to start better than what they have done. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah, it will be great to have uh, the away fans with us again. They have been absolutely brilliant. I mean, at Watford, um, Ruben never said that it always feels like they're playing at home, no matter where they are in the country. Um, they're just fantastic. So, yeah, it'll be great to have another away day and, yeah, have uh, have the fans on our side again if we can if we can start strongly. And, um, yeah, fingers crossed for uh, a repeat of previous seasons. We won't be getting a Pedro Neto strike, but perhaps oh, Real maybe, Jimenez maybe can get off the... There's, there's no better feeling as well, Gemma. When, you, when you're trekking down to Southampton, when you've had a heavy night, on a Saturday night and you don't feel great and you're meeting all your, all your guys on the motorway and you're picking them up and you've got a service station stop and you go there and you've travelled and you've got a six hour round trip and you get that win and you come out of that stadium and, and 
you've got 30,000 people devastated and you're the little pocket that are going crazy. Those are the <laughs> yeah. memories that you want as a fan. Oh, That's what absolutely. you love, away day memories. I think, you know, if you're any kind of a football fan, it's always the away days that you remember the best because, you know, you're up against it. You know, you're the, you're the underdog in, in this big stadium and you want them to do well. And those, I, I can remember that, like it was yesterday, uh, the Spurs result, you know, just before lockdown when they go there and win 3-2. Um, uh, amazing days. Those are the days that, that, you know, really, really, you really reminisce, I think, in years to yeah. come. So, yeah, hopefully they can they can get another. I, I don't want a five-goal thriller because, you know, my heart can't take it. Yeah. Maybe, they can, maybe just an easy 2-0 win would be, yeah. would be quite, would be, I'd be quite happy with that. Yeah, that'd be great. I think, yeah, all my nerves were in bits after the penalty shootout on Wednesday. So I think, yeah, oh. a nice, a nice uh, easy one on Sunday would be great. <laughs> absolutely. Um, now, finally, off the pitch, we had a pretty incredible announcement on Monday. Um, Wolves are the first UK football club to launch a record label, which is absolutely amazing. Wolves Records is here, uh, and I'm, I'm so excited. It's something that the club's been working on behind the scenes for quite a while now, so we've been sort of hearing that buzz in the background, but for it to finally be here and, and sort of out, out there is, is just absolutely amazing. Um, was it quite a surprise for you to, to see that, that announcement on Monday? I mean, it wasn't when I, I mean, I, w- I was away at the time. So when I, when I clicked on it and, and saw the news, it, it's definitely not definitely not the first thing that came to mind <laughs> when I was when I was seeing breaking news. Uh, Wolves, you know, Wolves uh, saw a new record deal. And it's, it's amazing. It's, it's amazing, really. And and fair play to Russell, fair play to everyone else. You know, they are keeping on branching off with different things. Mm-hmm. First club to ever do it. I don't think any football club's done it, really, mm. uh, to, um, to, to sign this deal. And it's exciting. It's great. And... I understand that some people, you know, when, when the club aren't doing so well on the pitch, struggle to kind of like differentiate the two. But end of the day, if you're going to be successful in, in, in you know, in, in eSports and uh, so the, the Mons today and, and, and you know, and, and doing, you know, Wolves records, this, this is fantastic. And, mm-hmm. and it can only it can only be good for the club going forward. Um, and, and look, local talent. I mean, you know, they're asking yeah. people submissions you can. If you live, if you live on Stafford Road, get, get you know, and you've got a, you haven't really seen. You know, you think you've got a bit of talent, send in a demo track yeah, and you, yeah. could be, you could be signed up. I mean, it's amazing. It's like an absolute dream come true. And the fact that they want to, to branch out, OK, go local first, then national, then international, mm-hmm. you know, it, you could be in Wolverhampton, you could be in Thailand. And if you're, if you're good enough, you're going to get signed up, which is great. I mean, my music taste isn't the greatest, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I, I like a bit of Savage Garden at times, I must admit. Oh, amazing. Uh, yeah, that's, that's good. That's uh, a little good. bit of Britney. So I'm not sure, I'm not sure whether I'm going to get signed up overnight. But hey, look, you never know. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's I think it's really good, um, and and fair fair play fair play to fair play to the, to marketing because I think mm-hmm. they're doing a fantastic job of getting wolves, getting the brand out there, and and changing it. And some people might not like it. And some people might you know might might think, well, I just want to see wins on the pitch. But it's a completely separate you yeah. know separate situation, yeah, yeah, and uh, and that logo and and the wolves logo is amazing it's such a selling point it's iconic isn't it It i mean there's no better logo in any kind of football i mean one second let's have a look at this i got this from the esports team the other day like the stuff they're doing like look how good that shirt is i know you can't see it on radio but did you get that i want so (laughs) so this is uh yeah this is amazing this is one of the new deals that they signed but it's like absolutely legit and i know this on radio so you can't see it so everybody's like well what's he showing Gemma for but i can see you so that's fine but look it's 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 really good it's really good and um like I say, if anyone locally has, has got some talent and they're rating themselves, then get get a demo track in. Why not? What's you know what, what's not to lose? So yeah, yeah. absolutely, absolutely fabulous. But yeah, I don't 
think I'm going to get signed up anytime soon. <laughs> well, no, yeah, as you said, I mean, it's, it's a fantastic venture and the success of Wolves Records is only going to come back to the club and it's such an amazing opportunity for mm. the city initially as well and then, and then wider nationwide, internationally. I mean, there's huge names on board with this. Speaking to some of the people who are going to be running this on, on a day-to-day basis, I mean, Peter Rogers on board. If you're not familiar who Peter Rogers, he managed the Rolling Stones, the Who. He is a huge, huge name in the music industry. Um, and this sort of partnership with Warner ADA is just it's just a, a, a never before seen opportunity for unsigned music artists to get their music out there and and these guys were saying that they really are going to listen to every single track that gets submitted Amazing. I think in a lot of situations if you send a demo disc into a, a radio station or a, or a record label the chance yeah. of someone listening to it potentially no are, chance not, no chance yeah, not high, maybe but... a runner maybe someone's on work experience yeah, but these, yeah. these, are, these are the best in the business <laughs> who are going to who are going to give it their ears exactly. which, is, which is all you can ask for you're getting straight to the top and it's just, yeah it's just a huge amazing opportunity so if you know anybody uh, who is a musician looking to get signed or perhaps you are yourself then definitely send your tracks in to wolvesrecords.com um, it's going to be very very exciting to see that all unfold have you got a good voice Gemma have you got a good voice uh, absolutely not no I mean <laughs> I try I try my best at karaoke uh, oh, okay well that, that, if you go that... karaoke fair play then Listen, mean you got a little bit of what, what's your go to think... tune uh, <laughs> I'm going to bash myself now um, probably like I try and pull off a bit of Dizzy Rascal oh um, uh, okay <laughs> okay okay now not talking. well I'd like to add <laughs> um, but uh, yeah I think that's probably my limit it's just pure confidence and not much skill but you know um, maybe I should maybe I should give it a go. I don't Absolutely. think they're going to be struggling for submissions. Um, it's, it's going to be an incredible opportunity. So, yeah, yeah it's great to see how that one pans out. But thank you so much for joining me today, Nathan. I really, really appreciate you coming on and, and making your Wolves Radio debut. Hopefully, we'll have you back again in the future. Pleasure, pleasure. Love to all, and uh, hopefully, Maggie comes back next week. Give him, give him some love for me. <laughs> I will do. Thank you so much. See you at Southampton. I see you later.